Hello and welcome listeners to D-Dog Talk. My name is Derek and in this podcast I explore things I've learned along the way in my oh so long life of 23 years. Man, looks like retirement is right around the corner. I also share bits of wisdom that I wish I knew when I was younger that might include in the field of acting or just the human experience. I don't have all the answers, but I do have opinions, and that, my friend, will pay your bills. So sit back, relax, kick those feet up, and enjoy the ride. Or uh, just have me as background noise while you cook spaghetti and clean your apartment. I can't tell you what to do. Hey everyone, this is episode two of my podcast series, D-Dog Talk, and this episode is Happy New Year. Happy New Year indeed, 2023. We made it, we did it, we survived, and on to the next year. Uh, This week has been pretty, pretty crazy, pretty crazy indeed. I started my new job at a pizza place, and... I'm right now I'm like a takeout host kind of guy and I'm working my way up to serving. I have my first serving shift tomorrow and learning how to do that. So I'm super excited. And uh, oh man, I had my second gig here in LA. And let me tell you, that is the story in of itself. (laughs) I went to a rave. Uh, I went to, I didn't know what rave it was going to be or where it was going to, or like, what was it going to be? It was Countdown in San Bernardino, so it's about an hour outside of Los Angeles. And man, this little job that I did a self-tape for, I had no idea it was going to, you know, be to this caliber. I thought I would just, you know, go to a closed set and be this, you know, raver guy, dude who is is like (laughs) on drugs or whatever. But I went to the actual rave and there was... Over 70,000 people there. It was crazy. And yeah, basically I started the day. I got the script the day before and I played a guy who only like didn't have much dialogue. He just whistled the entire time. And then he had a sort of monologue at the end. And then I picked out my outfit and picked out extra wardrobe clothes because I like to over prepare for shoots. And then the next day I woke up got myself ready, and then I got to the hotel a little bit earlier than I should have. There was a hotel. They literally got me a hotel room for the night, and I felt like Mr. VIP, a little old me, getting my own room. And I got there early, checked in, and then got to the gate too early, so I couldn't you know, get into the parking area. But I got my own very own parking pass and my own staff pass. And I got to go and park next to all the artists and all the other staff people for the, for the event. And it was crazy. I'm like, what is this little old actor me doing in this area? But I just, I tried to like soak it all in because I, I personally, Derek, me, the only person in this podcast right now, <laughs> loves Loves EDM music. I mean, I I grew up listening to it, and it's like my workout music. It's my cleaning music. It's my driving music. It just puts me in a state of like hyper focus, and it just it's very euphoric. And I think I, that's one of the things that I enjoy about life is euf- euphoria. Good TV show, but like the the feeling of the moment is 
is so powerful or, or, or whatever. Anywho, I got to the place, we got parked, and then I got to the trailer and uh, the producer was like, oh, one of our actors isn't here, so why don't you just go enjoy the festival? I'm like, sure, I'll go do that. Very much so. So I just walked around this festival by myself and I had like two hours just to, it was, it was around four to 6 p.m. So it was, it was still like daytime and there were still people were still showing up, but I got to walk around the whole festival, look at all these different music artists in different places. And the theme was out of this world. So it was alien themed and there were just alien sets and lights and costumes and everything everywhere and i was walking around thinking i did not expect end this year here i mean granted i was by myself so i wasn't with family or or friends and that was kind of a downer because i was like oh I, I wish i was you know with people i love and counting down the new year but on the flip side to that this year has been such a journey in in self-love and chasing my dream and and putting myself first and my dreams first and to end it that way i think the universe you're you're doing something because this whole month was a whole roller coaster of up and down up and down and not having a job and sending out all these self-tapes and not booking and thinking what the heck am i doing and then thinking that acting is should be my whole life and my whole career and then coming to the realization that it doesn't have to be. And now I'm trying out this podcast thing and, and it's been healing for me. And I, I hope it's entertaining to the, the three listeners that I have listened and are continuing to listen. Congrats. You made it to episode two. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed episode one. If you're clicking, that's me like clicking my knuckles together. Cause I'm, I'm just so enthusiastic about all the listeners out there. Anywho. Where did I leave off? I was walking around the festival and I purchased a pizza. It was $9 for a little slice of cheese pizza because I was hungry. And then I purchased a Red Bull because I was like, this shoot is from 4. Our call was like from 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. So it was 12 hours. I know, crazy. But they had like food and then we took breaks and everything. So it was good. And then they called me back and it started raining the rain oh my lord the the rain was crazy it was crazy just because we're outside and there's like little tents here and there the first sort of cycle of rain was okay like it just started raining and then i ran inside and then it was we were like mildly soaked and then we got into costume uh we were like 90s ravers who it was a sort of a short short film of you know, these ravers from the past who accidentally get time travel to the future and they're in 2023 and they're from 1993 and it, we follow their journey throughout the festival. And we got to do all these like 90s clothes. It was I was wearing these like baggy white pants. I brought my own Converse, my black Converse and this like green jacket. And then I put that on and then we changed it to like a blue t-shirt and I put a bandana on my head. And then we were going. We're, we were off. We were off. I met some cool other actors in town, which is awesome. I was so excited to be in a creative environment again and meet other creatives and getting to know other people. And so we, our first shot was in like these, between these like pillars and there was like fog and it was so, so loud. And we were trying to get like directions 
well, let me backtrack a little bit. We, we threw the script out the window. We were like, let's just focus on creating. We sat in a circle and we created our own characters and sort of our relationships. And it was, it was an environment that I, I love. I love improv so, so much. And to be in that environment, again, was a blessing. And we just sat in the circle and we just method acted with each other, you know, trying to develop this sort of backstory and relationship because we were like these four, these four group of friends who are drunk, who are going to a rave in 1993. So my character didn't speak. He just blew his whistle enthusiastically or, or, or tragically. And it was really fun. I mean, we were in this area where all the performers were and the performers were, were uh, in these like top-notch prosthetic makeup oh my gosh if you ever seen glow up on netflix it was that kind of environment or an or next top model whatever one <laughs> and i just was sitting there with these other actors doing this thing and meeting this other director and everyone in there was such a character and their personality personality was so so boisterous and so uh they were so enthusiastic I think it's the right word. And coming from Minnesota, not that people aren't enthusiastic in Minnesota. It's just that out in LA, it's, it's, it was a shocker of how enthusiastic people were. And it was a little jarring to me at first. I was like, oh my gosh. But then uh, I just rolled with it, adapt and be flexible. And I, I'm just, I'm, if you can't tell, I'm smiling through this whole Thing. And the reason why I wanted to film this podcast on New Year's Day, today's New Year's Day, is because I wanted to capture every single detail because I know as I get older, I'm just going to forget these details. And at least I have, you know, like a little audio clip that has all the details. <laughs> but anyway, we rehearsed and then we were, it was around like 8 p.m. And we wanted to get in some outside shots before it would rain again. So we got into this area and it was so loud um, in the specific um, setting. There's like different like zones at Countdown where there, it was crazy. And the director had like a megaphone and we were like zapping in and the script was thrown out the window and we were doing shots and there's like, oh my gosh, the people were like stopping by and like asking what we're doing. We're like, we're shooting a movie. And they're like, oh my God, cool. <laughs> and then there was like these big giant robots in costumes that were like walking by and then we used them for a shot. And we just basically went around the festival in different areas and did different takes here and there. And my favorite part of the night was getting to go outside of the festival behind like these fences and went behind the back main stage area. And if you know who Zed is, Zed is one of my favorite artists of all time and I didn't know I was going to Countdown. I didn't know who, what the lineup was. I didn't, I just got there and I was like, oh my God, okay, let's go. And Clarity was playing. If you know Clarity, oh, such a good song, bro. Just brings back so many memories. And you know how there's the front row of, you know, the, the, the venue. We were in front of the front row. Like we were smack dab in front. Zed was right there. They were filming us and... I couldn't hear anything. It was so loud. And I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to rave here. Cause I think that's, you know, that was the gist of it. Like direction wise, <laughs> just rave. So I just raved in the front row and it was, there was like confetti spraying everywhere. And I was like, 
how the heck did I get here? <laughs> but I enjoyed every single moment of it. And yeah, I got to see one of my favorite artists of all time. And I got paid to do it, which is insane. That just, that coming out of my mouth makes no sense to me. Because like, coming here in this month, I had no idea what to expect. And I think that's one of my favorite things about being an actor and being in this career is that one job is so different from the next. And this one was very different. And it's definitely by far one of my favorites so far. But after we got out of that, we got our shots and we didn't stay for the whole set. We went back into the festival and it got kind of scary for a little bit there because it was so crowded. And um, you know how you're when you're in a crowd and you just start like, you just start like moving with the other people around you. You can't really control where your body's going. So the producer, uh, she's like yells, just grab a shoulder of somebody, you know, in the crew or one of the cast members and just go. So we had these huge lights and we had this like this megaphone and we were just like buckling through this, this crowd. And I just remember feeling this sort of like a little inkling of fear and like, oh my God, this is kind of scary because all the stories coming out of, you know, like, um what's that term um like the thing that happened in south korea and and the travis scott show you know when it's overcrowded and people are just I can't, why am i forgetting the word right now not stampede but uh, you know what i mean and we regardless we got out of it we got through it and we were good and then we went to the next take and we were getting kind of hungry and it, and then it started raining some more so we just went back inside and we went into this like mall area where there's a bunch of different other aliens and we were shooting there and people were like filming us filming the movie. So there might be like some TikToks out there of us filming the movie, which is crazy. I felt like a Scooby-Doo character, <laughs> which I loved. I loved, I would be a Scooby-Doo character any day. And then after that, after filming for, I think maybe two or three hours, my head was sort of like going crazy because there's just... EDM music over there, over there, up there, down there. Everything's just vibrating. We went to go get some dinner, and that was awesome. My favorite part was also dinner. Dinner was amazing, you know, going in this back area and seeing the police officers, seeing the, you know, other aliens and other staff members and just, like, eating with them and being allowed to do that. See, I've only ever gone to one other rave in my life, and that was... I don't know if it's the rave. I, I would call it probably a music festival. It was Lollapalooza in Chicago, and I did that last year. And this was a completely different experience because I was I was able to go behind like these fences. I, I like rode in a golf cart. I I could park in staff parking. I could eat with the staff. It, it just makes me want to work at a music festival. Maybe one day <laughs> we'll see. My time is pretty like buckled down this week with work. But after that, we went back out to filming. We shot some more. And then, oh, this was another great part. It started pouring, man. This is like next level blizzard of wet, cold, everything. And we had to get this last shot. It was like 1140. And we had to get in this golf cart and go to the main sort of stage area where they're having the countdown for you know, like New Year's. So I left my jacket inside because it was like navy and I didn't know if I could like bring it. So I was in this t-shirt and my pants and I had this little towel over my head with my 1993 glasses and I got in the golf cart and <laughs> there was, the seat was wet, I was wet, everything was wet and we were driving and I was, 
I was shivering, man. I was shivering, shiver, shiver my timbers. But we got to the area and we got up to the sky deck, which is another VIP area. And I was like, what? We could we could go up there. And we just went up there, shot the thing, and basically all the shots were mostly uh, uh, raving. So I just got to rave. And they did the countdown and confetti, loud music, flags, tons of people, rain, wet, starting the new year here, doing my job, but also having the time of my life on my own, uh, missing my friends and family, but also celebrating this victory of being on my own. It was just an amazing, amazing time. And then after that, we got all the shots. Drove back, my soggy wet socks and my soggy wet shoes, everything. Got out of that, went back to the hotel. And we were invited to the after party from 2 to 6 a.m. But after being there for so long, oh, I just, once I got to the hotel and I showered, I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to go to bed. So I just went to bed. Um, part of me will wish I stayed for the after party, but I'm glad I went to bed so I can, you know, wake up early, drive all the way back to LA and, you know, get my day started, you know, go grocery shopping, do my laundry and get ready for the week. Cause this week I'm training to be a server and we are working full time at the pizza place. And it's life is just crazy, man. Cause like one moment you're just on top of the world. And then the next you're back at your job. And I'm just so thankful for this experience. Thank you, the universe. Thank you for casting me. Um, thank you for my past self for working hard and throwing out all these self tapes and just having fun. And, you know, you never know what comes your way. This is the second thing I booked here and it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, and it was, it was one of those, it was, it's always those self tapes where you're like, Oh man, I'm kind of tired, but you know what it's due. And I'm just going to do it. And just going to give it my all. I would not really care what they think and just have creative fun. And which is what I did. And then got called back and then got the information. And then I went there. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy times. So we're back at the studio. Uh, December is over. First month in LA. Check. And now we're off into the new year. So happy new year, everybody. And I hope yours was amazing. And I hope you have your, your resolution, your goals, and and to chase those and to do those and to do your best and take action and not to be so hard on yourself and just be in the moment, be in the moment. Theme from episode one. Oh, I'm drinking water because I just talked for 18 minutes. See, this was one of those moments where I'm like, oh, I don't really want to film a podcast right now. I just want to make some tacos and I, I don't know what I'm going to say, but <laughs> I can talk, apparently, if you just click the record button, put a microphone on, and then I think I can talk. I'm going to show show the camera. This is my little wristband that I got from the event. I think I'm going to keep it. Is that tacky if I keep, like, the wristbands from Raves? I don't know. But we're going to keep it. And I didn't know if I needed to bring, like, toothpaste or face wash or scissors. So that band was on my hand, and I had to cut it off with my keys because it was blocking my circulation because I put it too tight. But we did it. We did it. 
lately I've been keeping my sketchbook um, on my desk to write like any creative ideas that I have. And this is my podcast number two ideas. The first, there's only two things on there. One was rave. So that's check. We did that. Uh, and we're going to go back and sometime this month to finish. We have another half day shoot because I think we have to do um, another part of it that we couldn't do because we were, we were missing like a set piece. But yeah, I got to go back and work with the same people. Um, the first sentence on this creative and only other sentence on this sheet is, I'm an animal if I don't fuel. And then I, I drew like a little like an X, X minus X face, because like a dead face, I can dream, rise to power or fail. What? what in the world was I thinking? Oh, I get it. Okay, if I'm an animal, and if I don't feel myself, then, oh, I was, I think I was hungry. <laughs> I think I was hungry, and I'm like, wow, if I don't feed myself, then... I can't really focus or do anything because then I'm just an animal and I, I need I need food. So you feed yourself so you can be a conscious being and, and chase your chase your wants and your motivations. Um, and what separates us from other animals is that we can dream, which is crazy. Well, dogs can dream, but we can like be conscious and and chase those. Man, my brain is very all over the place in this monologue in this monologue. This is a well, it's kind of like a monologue. This podcast, ain't it? And rise to power or fail. Wow, that's high stakes right there. I don't. If that's not high stakes, I don't know what. If you don't rise to power, you're gonna fail. <laughs> that's it. Thanks, past Derek. Appreciate that. I think the biggest lesson that I've learned this week, or is to. Not be so meek. I think meek is the right word. I mean, I grew up pretty like meekly. Is meekly a word? I think what I'm trying to describe is not being afraid to talk to somebody because you've already like thought that they don't want to talk to you or that they won't have anything to say to you or, or something. You know, because like super attractive people were at the festival and at the shoot and something about super attractive people, you think that, oh, they have all their shit together. They have so much power. And then you start to feel insecure and you and you think, oh, I can't talk to them. They will probably be annoyed if I talk to them. But then you just got to realize that people are people. And, and I think I'll, throughout our whole lives, we, we crave connection with one another. And I think that's also a big reason why I'm doing this is I crave connection because I am on my own and I feel like I'm going a little bit crazy, but I have this outlet and it has definitely helped me and it's definitely has healed me. And I've noticed that change just in my mental health, but to not be afraid to talk to somebody and maybe they're thinking the same thing about like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't talk to them because, um, I don't know. They, they, I feel like I'm not in the right place, but the worst that can happen is that they do get annoyed or they do don't want to talk to you. They talk to you and you're like, oh, all right, great. I will move on with my life. And at least I tried and I wish you the best. And I only say that because 
that's something that I I think I personally struggle with and I've noticed this week in terms of my like my journaling and just being conscious of myself in this new job and in the shoot and just in public in general is I sort of like seclude myself or shut myself down or I or not talk to people because I think like oh I am out of place. I don't belong here. I'm going to make myself as small as possible so that I don't take up as much space and I don't bother anybody. But if you're just trying to be nice and you're trying to be a good person and as long as you're honest, I don't see how, I don't think my brain understands if, if you can be, um, shut down annoyed or or anything unless unless that other person is going through something and and then that's projected on top of on top of you i think that's what i'm trying to comprehend in this moment but that's something that i i've learned i've learned last week and and something that i'm working on is not being so afraid of talking to people because you know what at the end of the day we're all going to perish from this earth. <laughs> we are perishable. And that conversation that you had with that person that one time, if it turns sour, it's not going to matter. And if it turned great, then that is amazing. Because then you have connected with that person in that moment. Your lives have crossed in that moment. And I think that's amazing. Like, they always say that you're one in a million, you're a miracle. You are a miracle. And if you can connect with another miracle for a short time being, why the heck not? Why, why would we just stay, stay silent and just stand there and be afraid of one another or, or for you to be afraid and them just existing, non, not even thinking about if you're afraid or not, and you're just spiraling by yourself for no apparent reason. So... That's me justifying this new change that I'm working on. Good job, Derek. Good job. Oh, man. Not going to lie. I've been a little stressed. A little stressed. Just a tad. I mean, groceries are expensive. Gas is expensive. Just paid my rent. So we still good on the finances, but... And we still got that job lined up, and I'm glad we moved up to serving so we can make a little bit extra moolah. But we're still a little stressed. Um, something I've been thinking about recently um, is, is trying to figure out this, this new path that I'm carving. Because I would love to, you know, just be myself and be creative and and utilize my skills, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what those skills are. I hesitate to say that because then it makes me seem like unqualified, but I feel like after graduating college and being out for a year is just, just like the working world is a bunch of, not BS, but selling yourself up and knowing that you're capable of more or notifying or letting the world know that you're you're capable that you're capable to do this job and that you're super qualified. I mean, I was filling out resumes and I was looking at examples and like tips and it's like, use all these sophisticated words and to make yourself seem more professional. And, oh man, 
I don't know why I struggle with that. I mean, you have to. I mean, at least, you know, you have to like, people have to know where you went to school, what you're doing, what your qualifications are, et cetera. But I feel like there's also the opposite of like, why do I have to feel like I need to do all of this and feel pressured to? I don't know where this thought, I don't know where this thought was going. I think it's just anxiety that was, that's the anxiety I have behind that. Anyway, I was thinking about how I can still do acting, still do performing and pay my bills and figure out, you know, my main hustle, my main thing, because I don't want to be in the service industry for the rest of my life. And I'm trying to figure out what that next thing is going to be. Um, And exploring this podcast medium and exploring, you know, sharing my life with the world and seeing what that amounts to, if it amounts to anything not necessarily to monetize that, but to be, but to connect with more people, I think is why I'm doing it. And also to not be afraid to share my life. Cause I think growing up, I, I, I felt this pressure to not share my life. You know, they always say like, don't share this on social media. Don't do that and do that. Don't do that. I mean, yeah, like don't share your location. Don't share your personal information. And some things you do want to keep private because, you know, that, that that's yours, you know, in terms of like a relationship, if that's precious to you or certain like things you're going through that you're not ready to share. But I found that sharing those things has helped me move through those things because we're all human. We all have experiences. We all have a human experience and we all have similar struggles. You know, we're all the same species. We're all in this world. We all went through COVID and we're all trying to figure out what we want to do. So it's just, that's why I'm doing this. And I, I think, I feel like I'm saying, or I'm try, I feel like I'm explaining so much of why I'm doing it because I'm afraid of people thinking, why is he doing this? He's just doing this. We're doing this. But I'm doing it for for me, for my mental health, for my friends and family who want to know what's going on in my life and for me to sort of document what's going on in my life so I can look back at this and be like, oh, I can, I can audioly, audio, audioly, I can audio hear, I can, I can hear my past self and his storytelling and I can feel the excitement and notice all the details that he has in this story about this wonderful experience that he has at 23 and new year's Eve and think, huh, I can relive that. And if somebody out there who is not my friends and family and doesn't know me personally and is listening to this just for background noise, hello. And if they're listening to it to gain like sort of perspective about what it's like to be in LA as a 20 year old actor nowadays and, and some stories that you can sort of glean from that, I mean, everyone's story is going to be different. If you move here for acting, if you move here for something else, if you don't even move to LA. But I think listening to other people's stories is is something that I enjoy in my free time too, because it's, it's it's nice to take a break from my narrative and and hear about someone else's narrative. Because we're all, you know, that that TikTok saying of oh, we're all each other side characters in each other's main sort of plot. So I enjoy jumping from one to the next here and there and and this is mine and I'm making it and sometimes I like to you know go through my pages back here and there 
regardless. Regardless. Why did I say regardless? That's me digressing. Digressing that thought. Moving on to the next. What is the next thought? My plant. My plant has been dying, sadly. It was it's it's a succulent. It's a succulent and it's dying. I have no idea why. Man, I still think I'm I'm cut out to take care of plants. I've been trying to be like that plant guy and get into that because I feel like having plants is a sign of success in your 20s but i just haven't gotten there yet i mean i have four i have three and a half this this little succulent is here let me show show the video it's on it's on its way out oh another another leaf just jumped ship it said goodbye <laughs> goodbye leaf this pauses me raking my mind through the self-development thoughts that I have that I've encountered this week. But I'm not going to lie. My mind is, is, is pretty, pretty, sh not, it's pretty like scattered at the moment or battered. And I think that's because of the rave yesterday. I mean, the music, I, I, I think I can still hear the beat, <laughs> still hear the beat in this moment. And yeah, I, I think I should have worn earplugs. I didn't. I should have brought earplugs because gotta wear earplugs to those things and protect your your eardrums. Um, but sometimes you just want to say fuck it and not wear earplugs and just be alive for a moment. You know, it's it's that balance thing where you're like, I just want to enjoy my life, and then I need to take care of myself now for future me. And I think that's also with like how you feed yourself, and it's just a balance thing. Balance is key. Balance is key. Well, I think, I feel like I have this time marking in my head where I have to reach a certain point, and that's the podcast. But I'm just super excited to see how this next week goes serving. I am so happy about the rave, and I'm learning about my meekness and how to get over that, and also being comfortable with sharing my life online because. And at the end of the day, I'm going to die. <laughs> That's just the fact of it. And I'd rather leave something on this earth about my life and that it was lived. And not to say that I need to leave something in order to feel important, but to leave something for maybe my kids or for 80-year-old me to look back on or for some other person to take a break from their narrative and to listen to mine and think, wow, I got to sort of go on that ride with him and I don't know, be happy for him. And there's a little sour taste in my mouth after I say somebody being happy for me. Cause I think I never want to seem like a, or come off as like a selfish person and I, 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 I only say that because like, this is 34 minutes of me talking about myself. And that is, is a struggling thought in my brain to come to terms with. I mean, I'm creating this space and listeners, you're listening to this podcast by your choice. And even then I still feel like, oh, it's not my place to talk about myself. I can't do that. And part of the reason why I started this, here I go again about saying why I started this podcast, is 
so I could have this place. Because I, 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 not that I couldn't speak with my friends or my families openly. It's just, it's my thing where I, I don't feel like I can, or as if it's not as important as other people's. And I just wanted to have the space to to do that for me, and that's okay. And even just saying, you know, to do that for me, it feels like, why are you doing that for yourself? It's because I am, and that's okay. And I encourage the same because, like, I'm so interested interested to see what other people are up to, and there is so much space out there on the internet nowadays, and there's so much ability to connect with people. And that's another reason is because I love getting to know other people. I used to classify myself as, oh, I'm an introvert because I didn't don't like talking to people. I mean, I am an introvert. I like my own space. But one of my favorite things about life is getting to know other people. And if I can do that and scale that with social media and with the internet, I think I'm going to do that. And I've been afraid to because I think I'm I'm scared to, you know, the, the flip side of that. Oh, someone's going to see this and they're going to make fun of me or they're going to say that or say this. And they will. They might. And I think I've done enough self-healing where I can deal with that and I can brush that off and I can come back to me and, and realize, well, I like doing it. And there are people who, who do want to listen. And... And I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. And the other people, they can laugh at it and move on. And I'll still be alive. So amen to that. Amen. Well, I think that's a great place to call it. It's, it's just, this is a shorter podcast, but um, I think those are the, the lessons I've learned. That's the event that happened this week. And I'm excited to see what comes next. Happy New Year, everybody. 2023. Here we go. And uh, yeah, make this year a year where you do the things you want to do. I, I, I mean, I just coming on the other side of, you know, thinking I've always wanted to move to LA. I've always wanted to start sharing my life on social media and I haven't, but now I'm doing it and not settling because and being patient because when you try to go after something um, like a new job that you want. It's going to take patience. It's not going to happen in a couple days. Well, maybe it might. Congratulations. But to be patient with that and to... This is a thought that I I have, a metaphor that I keep in my mind. is like when you want something, when you manifest something, I picture it as a butterfly. And if you chase a butterfly, that butterfly is going to <laughs> fucking fly away. It's going to see, see ya. But if you sit and you do the things... To attract that butterfly, you know, like you make sugar water or or you do that next task that you know you can do to get closer to the thing you want to achieve and you just be patient and you take care of yourself and you're in a good space, mental, mental space, and you just listen and allow it. And maybe sometimes forget about it. And then it comes out of nowhere and hits you in the face again. And maybe that's just a metaphor for this acting life. But I think it can be applied to all aspects of life. Well, I'll leave you with that. 
Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for listening to episode two. And uh, I wish you all the best. Love y'all. Bye. You made it. Hopefully with your wits still intact. This has been D-Dog Talk. If you like this podcast, feel free to smash that follow button and the bell of Notre Dame to get notified when another one of these masterpieces hits the fan. For real, though. Thanks for listening. Be kind, take action, and kick ass.